everyone. This is episode 618 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, April 22nd, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today it's going to be a short show. There isn't much news. I didn't have much time to play anything because Saturday when I wasn't working on this or that, I was baking cookies for Sunday, which, if you didn't know, was Easter Sunday. Or maybe you just don't care about Easter. Uh, I am in that camp. I don't care about Easter. But my mother does, and apparently she thought we got together last year, which I don't remember doing. I don't remember ever getting together for Easter anytime recently since hitting puberty. I don't know. I don't remember celebrating Easter since I was very young when I used to get Easter baskets and search for those plastic eggs around the house that all had $1 in them. Those, that was my favorite part of Easter is the egg hunt. Uh, my dad always used to hide eggs around the house, and then I would find them, and there'd be 20 of them, and then I'd have $20. It was great. But uh, I don't remember celebrating Easter since becoming an adult, in part because I don't want candy, and I'm not religious, so what's the point? The two, the two meanings of Easter, candy and or Jesus, <laughs> I don't particularly care about. But uh, I went out uh, and saw her and my uncle. My dad came too, of course. And we celebrated Easter, very Polish Easter, with guamki and pierogi, Polish sausage. Uh, no uh, horseradish for the hard-boiled eggs, which was surprising in retrospective. In retrospect, um, but yeah. So I didn't have much time to play anything, but I did play Snooker 19, and of course more Apex Legends, which I don't need to talk about. Guess what? I won another game while eating oatmeal. Felt really good, and that's it. <laughs> Still love the game, though. No updates since the last one, so it's the same exact game it's been since launch, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I'm close to level 90 with the, the Battle Pass, so that's good. It'll be, it'll be interesting if my play style with it, or just how much I played, how much time I put into it, changes after I reach the max battle pass level. I think for sure, because you won't be, I don't know if they'll have a, a similar, no, they don't, because they, they don't give you any kind of bonus in addition to what you get for each level. Uh, I probably won't spend time experimenting with the other legends, so I will plays bloodhound only uh until a new season starts but uh snooker 19 is a game about snooker and one i hate that name even though it was around before the, the other name that is similar which is snooky but it's hard to disassociate the two now because the names are so similar and snooky is not something i am a fan of but uh Snooky is the name of that Jersey Shore one, right? I don't know. But isn't also Snooky, and maybe this is why she's called Snooky, I don't know. Is Snooky a, a term that was used? Not anymore, though, I don't think, but as used for getting in the sack with someone, sleeping with someone, a little Snooky. I had a little Snooky. Is that something? Or something, something that sounds like that, if not Snooky. But whatever. Snooky is a billiards game uh, like eight ball nine ball but different very different 
and I am unfamiliar with Snooki. I've heard of it, of course, but I've never played Snooki uh, in real life or in video game form. I played eight ball, nine ball in both forms, and I love those games. I love pool. So I was excited to play a new type of billiards game. However, I didn't know how to, and I was expecting the game to teach me in some way, but it doesn't. And that's, it's weird going into a sports game, not knowing anything about the sport, but being excited about trying it out and not being given any kind of guidance as to, as to how the game works. You can go into the settings and find rules which are worded in such a way that I didn't understand what the hell any of it meant because I don't know if at any point it actually told me how the game works, how you play the game. I think it was just telling me all the things that are needed to play the game. It's like, okay, you have a table and it's these dimensions and at this dimension you have a line and that line indicates this and then you, you position things this way. Like, I was just like, okay, how do I score? What is the object of the game? What am I supposed to do? I played it a bit and sort of just figured out how things worked via trial and error. And then I also Googled rules and it took me a little while to find just simplistic beginner-friendly rules online too. The first ones I looked at were all also just more of this okay, this is the, the table dimensions and all this crap. And I'm like, I just want to know how to play. And I eventually found out the instructions, which uh, were that you hit one of the red balls, you pocket a red ball, and then you can hit one of the other balls, the other colors, into a pocket, and that'll give you a certain amount of points. And then you put that colored ball back on the table. You never put any of the red ones that you pocket back on the table, just the, the other colors. And then once you have cleared all the the uh, red balls, then you have to clear the color ones in order. And it's like yellow, brown, green, blue, pink, black or something along those lines. I'm not entirely sure, but the lack of any kind of tutorial that teaches you how to play is annoying. But I understand why it's not there. At least I assume... It's not there because anyone who is interested in snooker probably already knows how to play snooker. They're already well aware and very familiar with the game of snooker because why else would they be interested in a snooker game? I mean, it's, it's a very niche game, I'm assuming, uh, compared to just basic-ass pool. But... uh going past or just moving past the the whole rules and and learning how to play aspect of the game the game itself features some online stuff and a quick match with a, a random cpu or a career mode which lets you play as either a seasoned veteran who is very successful already or a newcomer and none of it really feels all that fleshed out uh, I, I read some people saying that this was rushed out to release in time with a snooker tournament that's going on i don't know but um the the cpu even on the easiest difficulty can be more challenging than i would like they can go on these long stretches of just pocketing ball after ball after ball and i'm like 
okay, I guess I'll just put the controller down for a few minutes and wait until it's my turn again, which is a little frustrating. It defaults to having the CPU on hard difficulty. I don't know if that's a me thing, because I don't think on the Xbox One there's any kind of setting like on 360 where it's like, okay, I default want to play on this difficulty, which is a feature I love in the 360 that I wish was still around. But um, the career modes aren't all that in-depth. Um, there, There's no creative character, which is a little frustrating. I would like to be able to create my own character to put through the career, but you can just play as one of the many, many, many official players. I'm assuming everyone in the game is an official player that no one's made up. But there are like a hundred or something snooker players in this game i was blown away when I, I just kept scrolling to the right waiting to get back and loop around and it just kept going and going and going i'm like holy crap there are a lot of snooker players i'm assuming somebody who's into snooker is well aware of all these players or maybe they're not maybe they'll all be new to them but i learned what the the welsh flag is because there are a lot of welsh players you know it's a I think it's a, a, a billiards game that initiated or started in England. Though maybe all billiards started in England. I don't know. Maybe eight ball and all of them. But uh, this is a game that is not played in the states. It would seem since there was not a single American. I think there were some Chinese and maybe other Asian countries, but no Americans. Not a single American. But uh, mechanically. It feels okay. Um, there is, a, I think, an easier um, accuracy or, or, or shooting guy that will make it easier to tell if your ball where your ball is going to go. I was playing on pro, so I maybe could have made that a little easier. Not that I was finding it too difficult, but the thing that's annoying about, annoying about playing the game is that the shooting takes place in three steps. First is just your initial setup. Then it zooms in and you can sort of see where the more of an angle like where you would be if you were on the table and fine tune your shot. And then the third shot will be for you to pull back on the the Q not the Q. Is it the Q stick? What is it what is that called? The pool stick. Not just pool stick. It's you got the cue ball. And then is it the pool stick? That doesn't that doesn't sound right. But uh, for you to pull back on the stick and then hit the ball, and that is taken from an angle looking at the player, and you can't change any of these. At least I, I didn't see any way to change them, which is a little annoying. Uh, I I get the the final one to give it a more of a cinematic look, but it, it didn't do much for me. Uh, but yeah, I played. A handful of games did some messing around with the career mode and never won a single game, even playing on easy. So got my work cut out for me. But also, I just there there are two other variations. I think the shootout and something else, and none of them are that great. Or at least I've come to realize that snooker is not to my liking. Uh, which isn't to say it's bad. It's just if I'm gonna play a pool game i'd much rather play eight ball or, or nine ball or anything else that has those balls i like those balls i prefer those balls um 
but yeah it is there, there's just not much there and the character models don't look all that great while they have a hundred or so snooker players they're all the same they just have their character models which don't look that great um there's no difference with them it's not like okay this player is exceptionally good at spinning the cue ball or, or, or you know stuff like that that gives them slight edges which is understandable because you don't want to have it so that people are playing as this player or this or this other player because of the advantages they get skill wise but that would be a, there would be a simple ability to just turn off skills in an online game or a game with another player if you want but it would at least give me some reason to feel inclined to play someone else other than just hating one character model less than the others because um, I don't I don't know any of these people um, but I, I think they removed that with like because the game I, I want to say that was similar as like Tiger Woods but I think in the, the last few years they may have removed that or maybe just in Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour I'm curious if Tiger Woods will get a new uh, golf game since he won the Masters and he's on the road to redemption but can they still get that like does the golf club have the official license exclusively i don't know but uh yeah that's pretty much all I've been playing and not enjoying it all that much which is really disappointing i was excited about a new pool game and a tryout snooker but what i've played so far hasn't really done much for me news wise i haven't noticed anything other than I guess at a Super Smash Brothers tournament, somebody threw a dead crab at the winner, which is somewhat funny and also just somewhat like a really why? What what is the point of this? People, people, huh? People. So Game of Thrones episode two aired yesterday. I watched it this morning, and this was a very me episode. I love this episode because it had a lot of great Jamie Brand moments sprinkled throughout. And also it had the Tormund, I think's his name, the Ginger Viking. Uh, him being a, so damn thirsty for Brienne, uh, which was great. And a little bit of love triangle-esque looks uh, between all three of them, which just made me feel great. Uh, and yeah, I, I really loved the episode because of that. I am, I'm all for Jamie. I want to see Jamie survive the show. I've, I've realized that while a lot of people like Jamie more after the whole Brienne storyline in season three, a lot of people still fucking hate him. Uh, and I think, well, based on my conversations with a few friends, people are still very upset with him because he pushed Bran out the window, which may be because, and, and the reason why they may still be so stuck on that is because that was the first oh shit moment of the entire series. That was the first really evil thing that happened on the series and nobody wants to forgive him. Uh, you know, a lot of people have done terrible things, but he's done a lot of good things too. And I think he's been a conflicted person for a lot. You know, he, he definitely cares about his family first and foremost, but you know, He's, he's done a lot of good. I like him. I, I find him to be a very interesting gray character who 
I'm a fan of and want to see how his storyline plays out. And I, I feel like however it, it, it ends up, whether he lives or dies, it'll be tied to Brienne, Brienne's fate in some way, whether she ends up killing her, like it's going to be, it's going to be very emotional for me seeing how his storyline plays out. And then I, I'm still super annoyed with Arya. I find her cocky attitude so fucking annoying. I just I'm so sick of her. I want her to I want her to die. I want so many of them to die. But yeah, people love Arya. I'm talking to my friends and they're all over Arya. Oh, she loves uh, she's all these killing all these people. It's so much fun. I love her. She's such a badass. She's a fucking serial killer. She's a psychopath. And annoying one at that. I don't like her. The, the, what's his name? The guy who's with Brienne, her squire. He, if that was him singing, he's got a good voice. I like, I like, I like hearing him sing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Davos, is that the name of the, the onion knight pirate? I like him so much. He's a, he's, he might be my favorite, favorite character. Because he's so delightful. And he's very smart. And he's a great talker. Um, I want him to survive and end up as a king. Tyrion can die. I'm sick of him. But I, I just want Daenerys to die so bad. I hate her so much. She's so fucking... She's so fucking garbage so it's just a big pile of trash but yeah game of thrones episode two was very good i didn't watch the, the scenes from next episode i don't need that spoiled so uh yeah i'm i'm still excited for it to be over even though i did enjoy this last episode a lot it's just a lot of bittersweetness in it um because i'm just looking at it, i'm like oh this is just it's i know it's not going to end up well for me and and my jamie brand shipping <laughs> but it will in my mind movie wise i was watching the truman show and i never remember liking it all that much when i originally watched it and i still don't like it all that much i know a lot of people love it i just i don't see it, it you know it's, it's not exactly similar to pleasantville but just tonally and that era of time and the setting, they are similar. And I way prefer Pleasantville. Um, just, I don't know. Truman Show just was pretty dull. And and finding out it's a Peter Ware movie, I'm like, he kind of does that for me. Like Master and Commander, very well done, but it was pretty dull. Dead Poet Society. I don't know if I'd call it dull. I didn't care for it, though. I don't know. I think there's one movie he made that I, I do enjoy. Or no, there's one movie he made that I, I haven't seen from start to finish fully that I really do want to see because I think maybe I could like it. But I could also find it very dull, possibly, which is The Witness with Harrison Ford, which he is... I, I don't know if he's cop or something to do with uh amish people uh but yeah 
that's pretty much it movie wise i did watch some documentaries where i like uh these aren't as good as i remember i was watching the tillman story again i'm like oh this is really weird and kind of making me feel uneasy how propaganda e it feels and how it's all about you know the, the false image they put up but then they're putting him on a pedestal in their own way and just uh weird weird and then i was watching undefeated which is this movie about a uh, school down i don't remember where they are i think they're in tennessee around the memphis area and they never won a game for so long and then they get this coach and they're starting to win and it's about one season and while watching i'm just looking i'm watching and i'm thinking to myself why do i care why am i not just watching friday night lights I would be enjoying my time more with Friday Night Lights. Um, I was watching I Am Chris Farley again. And that movie just feels like there's there's nothing new that's really revealed. It's just like a bunch of his friends remembering him, which is fine. But it doesn't bring anything interesting to light or any new footage. Whereas the somewhat similar I am Heath Ledger, which came out a few years after that different director and, and all that. But I think they're both part of like spikes documentary series or something. If that channel even still exists. And if I'm even right in thinking that they're both part of that, uh, that one's more interesting because it has a lot of footage that I don't think was seen prior to the documentary, or maybe it was out there somewhere, but, a lot of home videos and stuff he shot it, it more it paints more of a uh, picture of the the person and I, I i found that one more interesting and, and like there's more value to actually having that as opposed to the chris farther one where you know they're showing clips on the the show standing out live and stuff like that and having people remember how great he was i'm like yeah he was great I don't need you to tell me. I think I'll just watch the best of Chris Farley Saturday Night Live or, or what not. Um, but yeah. I think that that's a, a good place to end this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. If you celebrate Easter, I hope you had a good Sunday. And if you didn't celebrate Easter, I still hope you had a good Sunday. But this is not Sunday. This is Monday, and this is the end of the show, like I already said. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Cusinez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Saucers. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash sausage and watch them both there, along with some anime reviews. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.